Well, hello, and welcome to episode 192 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. Henny, by the time people hear this, we will be uh, barreling toward 2023. Barreling. All guns a blazing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I was listening to, okay, I've been on a bit of a, like, podcast uh, fiesta shall we say, because I got together with some friends via Zoom on like this past weekend. And one of the girls that was in the group said, she's like, oh my goodness. She's like, have you ever heard this podcast called Books, Book, If Books Could Kill or Books That Could Kill or something like that? I'm not really sure. (laughs) And I was like, no, I've never heard of that. She And so she was like, you have to listen to this podcast. I think you'll really, really like it. Anyway. So I so I go, I listen to a couple of episodes. I do in fact like it. It's quite fun. But then that sort of got me like on a chain of podcasts because like you know, the one like episode is talking about something else. So then you like go to that one. But then this person, it's like this, this is the person who's speaking. So then you go and you find this other podcast and then someone else is speaking. And so I just have like discovered a whole bunch of podcasts in the last couple of days. Okay. That I'm experimenting with, you know, I'm just sort of testing the waters to see if these are podcasts that I'd like to continue listening to, or Mm -hmm. if, you know, one episode is enough. Well, one of the episodes that I came across is called uh, the Freakonomics Radio Book Club. And so like yeah. Freakonomics Radio is a big sort of like, it's not like Dax Shepard's armchair expert umbrella, but it is similar in that it is like one sort of broad title and it in it has a bunch of different podcasts underneath it right and freakonomics radio is like that and so one of their podcasts under their umbrella is a book club podcast okay i thought well that's interesting so i was looking at a couple of the titles and the thing is that of course it's all related to economics math like the way that business operates that sort of that sort of thing so I was looking through some of the titles and there was one where they were talking about a a book called thinking better the art of the shortcut in math and life and I thought well that sounds fascinating and 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 like the episodes are relatively short so I'm just gonna I just have to I have to listen to thinking thinking better so there are a couple of things in it that that were quite interesting. And what I'm trying to do is like wrap my head around how they can slash if they do apply to regular daily life slash a journey with like weight and food and activity and all of these things. Like, and I'm not sure that there's a connection there, but okay. there were a couple of interesting things in this in this podcast episode where they're talking about this book and because the idea is that a shortcut is usually something that we're taught that is wrong you know like like a shortcut is a negative thing it's it's getting it's not doing something 
to its like full completion or like thoroughly right it's it's a way yeah. of sort of cheating a system like like there's this idea that a shortcut is not positive and so the author of the book and this is a quote from the book i wrote it down so i have to remember it says a shortcut isn't a fast way to finish your journey rather it's a stepping stone to beginning a new one it's a pathway cleared, it's a tunnel dug, it's a bridge constructed. Uh, okay. So so the idea being that a shortcut isn't like a way to get somewhere quickly. It's it's just a completely different way of getting there. Yeah. And and so that was I just thought it's it's always interesting when you take something that you just inherently understand to to have negative like a negative connotation and then flip it on its head and be like oh okay but if you look at it this way that's really quite something like if you if you think about like a tunnel through a mountain as being a shortcut which yes. is yes but like i don't think of that as being negative i think of that as like a feat of engineering <laughs> you know what i mean like like depending on how you look at it yeah it can be really quite amazing there there and then they gave like a bunch of different examples but one of the one of the examples that they gave was this i guess you know, as the story goes, there was this teacher who like was just exhausted and didn't really feel like teaching. And so figured like, I'm going to come up with a problem that I'm going to give all of my students. That's going to keep them busy for the whole period so that I don't have to do anything. And, and so he presents this, the students with the problem. And the, the problem is to find the sum of all of the numbers from one to a hundred. So you have mm -hmm. to add like one plus two plus three plus four and add them all up. And so one of the students finishes in like three minutes. And, and so of course, you know, he's, his, his plan is foiled. But I was like, how did you, like, how did a kid add up all those numbers like that quickly? Like, and so of course now I'm thinking like, okay, is like, what's, what's the trick? Is there a trick in the pattern? Like, how does this work? How did they do this? And anyway, the, the way that they do this, the way that this kid did it was the kid said, okay, instead of adding one plus two plus three plus four, I'm going to add one and a hundred, two and 99, three and 98, four and 97. Because if I add all of those pairs, all of those pairs equal 101. Like one and 100 is 101. Okay. Two and 99 is also 101. And so he figured 50 pairs of numbers all equal 101. And so he just did 101 times 50 and said, there's my answer. <gasps> and like, he was 100% right. And he did it very quickly. That is, like, for me, like, this is, like, this is why yeah. I, I find teaching math so fascinating because it's so interesting the like that if you look at something a different way it it feels like a completely different problem 
you know, mm -hmm. like, because for me, if you said add up all the numbers from one to 100, I'm going to start at one and just start adding them. But, yeah. but this kid approached the problem a completely different way, came up with a completely different solution that was just as effective, far more efficient. Yes. You know, and certainly wasn't cheating, you know. No. And, and so I just thought, wow, like, it was just, it really has nothing to do with anything other than like when I was listening to it, I was like, that is so cool. I love that. Yeah. But yeah. So, so then I was thinking like shortcuts. And so I was thinking like, I wonder if there's something applicable to, you know, living healthily and, you know, doing all the things that we're doing. And, and I, I don't think as far as a shortcut, there is anything really applicable there but i think what maybe is something that you could take and apply there is the idea of looking at a problem differently or like flipping a problem like on its head you know like sometimes mm -hmm. sometimes what we perceive as a problem if we look at it a different way yeah is really an opportunity for something else you know, or sometimes we can only see one possible solution when really there are, you know, five possible solutions. We just have to think of the other solutions, you know? Yeah. So it's sort of a, a, a bit of a stretch, but that's, that's, what, yeah. that's what I was thinking about today. Super interesting. So I, like I, I've just Googled like the meaning of short, like the definition. Oh, okay. 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 And so it says a shorter uh, alternative route or an accelerated way of doing or achieving something. Yeah. And so, but that sounds different. Yes. Than, like you said, the shortcut, but that is what it is. It's an accelerated yeah. way of doing something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like even driving across a bridge rather than like getting on a ferry and taking the boat across. Like, yes to drive across is so much faster. Yeah. But they both required in order to come up with like, they both required an idea. They both required something to be done in order to make this possible. Mm -hmm. But now but that it's thing. done, it's just so much yeah. easier for me to just. But let's think about, but let's think about something like ways. Yeah. So you put your destination into ways and it calculates different routes some of them like as far as a shortcut the ah. shortcut isn't necessarily distance mm -hmm. sometimes the shortcut is time it just is an alternative route that it's an accelerated arrival that's a good way of that's a good way of of framing shortcut right because it's like you said it's not necessarily the shortest path it's the quickest mm-hmm yeah, that sounds, it's, it does sound interesting. The, uh, have you listened to other podcasts or episodes from it now? I listened, there's one other episode that I listened to that was also, was also very interesting because it was about looking at, looking at things in small scale and determining whether or not they will continue to work at a larger scale. And so they were looking at businesses, for example, but then even changes within business. So like the, the, 
the economist who was the guest who was speaking, who, who has written a book, he is the chief economist, chief, chief economist for Lyft. Yep. Yep. And, and so he said, so he was giving an example and he was like, so he's like, um, I have to consider at a larger scale if things are still going to make sense, even though at a small scale, it does make sense. So he said, for example, if I offer a 5% raise to a, a select group of drivers, yeah, he said, that's going to have a real positive impact. I'm going to have a select group of drivers who are going to drive more, provide more like work more hours, make more money, like be, and be overall happier. He said, but if I offer a 5% raise to every single driver in the company, he said, I'm now offering more money per, per like hour of driving. But because I've now, uh, like incentivize all of these drivers to drive more, there aren't going to be enough people to take rides. And so all of these drivers are going to end up actually driving less, but making mm. more like, but making more money per hour. And so then they don't actually end up making more money. So, so he's like, right. so that's an example of something that at the small scale makes a lot of sense. But if I think of it at a grander scale, it doesn't. And so he had a bunch of different things like that, but so just like these sort of like, logic problems almost that you're like oh wow yeah oh wow you know he he yeah. also this other guy he also was talking about like the the optimal like the way to what did he say like the optimal time at which to quit something like and so it was reminding yeah. me of us talking a couple of weeks ago about quitting and yeah and and so he said in fact he's like what we what we see in business is that often people quit like later than they should have like they should have made the decision mm. to quit sooner whether that's right. quitting a job or quitting a a business venture you know like yeah and so he mm -hmm. said actually is like what ideally what you should be doing is instead of be, because he said this is this is what happens he said often when people quit it's because they're being pushed to do so he said yeah. what we really should do is put ourselves give ourselves the opportunity put ourselves in situations where we can explore the pulls to quitting so that mm. just as often as we or more yeah. often that we then yeah, more often than feeling pushed to quit, we should feel pulls to quit. And that's really going to give you a better sense of, like, whether or not it's the right decision for you, you know? And I thought, yeah. well, that's, that's, I mean, all of that sort of stuff is, is interesting to think about, right? Like, so he yeah. said, you know, he said, you, you know, every six months or so, he's like, look to see what other jobs are available. Look to see what other, you know, what, what the housing market is doing. He's like, you know, just to see, he's not with the expectation that you would be making any changes, but just to see what's out there to see if maybe, you did see something that that sparked your interest to be like, oh, you know, that yeah. pull me to make this change rather than feeling pushed into it. Well, and, and I think that the reason, one of the reasons that we get to that point where we get pushed mm -hmm. is partly optimism with thinking things will get better. Yes. 
and thinking if I just if I just wait a little bit longer that I mean fear fear is and also another aspect of that that we're afraid to make change mm -hmm. and so when we're pushed but the thing is is that I think that what you're saying is if you if we had the things that were pulling us to make the changes we would be in a much better frame of mind because by the time we get to that point where we're being pushed mm -hmm. we're already experiencing a lot of negativity a lot of feelings of failure a lot of feelings of frustration around whatever the situation is whatever we're quitting mm -hmm. you know quotations mm -hmm. um yeah it's I mean, in this stuff, do you not find that, like, just the, the stuff we've been talking about today, it's like, this is not, this is not new. It's just that we've never thought about it in that way. Correct. Of, of course, none, so of bizarre. none of it is new and none of it is even really that, like, groundbreaking or earth shattering oh. kind of thinking but but it isn't until you hear something worded a specific way or someone like questions a, a a belief that you had but you didn't even realize you had it you know that you're like yeah. oh wow like it is really that is a fascinating thing to think about you know yeah yeah <laughs> i i um i listened so there is a have, I don't think you and I have spoke about uh, the concept of like multitasking. Mm, not at length. So multitasking has actually been proven to take on average 25 minutes longer to complete those multiple tasks than if you said, kept your attention and focus on one thing and just got it done. Because yeah. the time, there's a time there's a lag and then a time to ramp back up mm -hmm. once you've left one task to go to do another. The exceptions are when you can piggyback on things. Right. Like driving and listening to a book. Now, you could say, though, that, well, if your attention is not 100% on driving, that there's an increased risk of accidents, which is why you think, okay, but I can't speak on the phone, mm -hmm. but I can listen to the radio. Right. Or do you know, like, what is yeah. the actual difference except for my hands, I guess, are not both on the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. That's the difference, right? So yeah. there's, there's a, a woman and the book is not even out yet because I actually wanted to, um, I, I wanted to have it to fulfill for Christmas. And oh, it's, okay, okay. it's called Attention Span. Oh, yeah. And it's by Gloria Mark. She's a professor um, and a researcher. And so she talks, she was talking about a little bit about the multitasking, but she really has spent a lot of time um, with email, like emails in workplaces. Oh, okay. And this is so, this is fascinating to me. Like I'm, I'm like, give me, give me more. Tell me, yeah. tell me more. I want to hear. And, <laughs> and so Phil, I was telling Phil a little bit about this yesterday, and and so one of the like there was because she said, you know, twenty years ago, pre pre email, uh, like usage as it is today, mm -hmm. you would actually have to schedule a meeting with a group of people. There would be preparation. You would have a lot of a lot of your information that you were as a 
as the the person holding the meeting was presenting, there would be an exchange of information. Now all you do is start. You have one thought, you send an email. You have another thought, mm. you send an email. You said, and you're not thinking about the person's inbox that's receiving those. And every time, depending on where they are in the hierarchy of the organization how fast they need to feel or they feel they need to respond to it and the, mm -hmm. whatever they're doing their attention has been taken off of that mm -hmm. and so that's interesting so the mm -hmm. other thing was the chains of emails she said when you see that there have been multiple people contributing because there's been like cc to a lot of people mm -hmm. you should only you should read the very last one first because that Often, makes a lot of sense to me. it's all been figured out and you do not need necessarily to go back through all of those other emails where someone is asking one question, asking another, asking mm -hmm. another, but everybody in that chain is receiving that email. Yeah. I'm not a fan of all of those types of things. I find there's way too many, like I've been in email things where there's like 12 emails. I, it's way too much to wade through and you're looking for yeah. the right thing mm -hmm. um and so she was desperately i think for like nine years looking for an for an organization because every she had, she worked with a lot of companies okay and the com and the companies all said that yes we find like our people are distracted there's like they they can't focus on things because there's so much information but no she couldn't find one that would that would agree to only having certain times like three times of the day where their employees looked at email so an hour in the morning wow. after lunch and before they left she the couldn't day. find someone to agree to that to like try it out yes so that they could gather the data anyway she ended up and i forget which company it is now and it was really because there was a swap of something like she made like it was a deal made right um, <laughs> on her part um that she incredible. was incredible <laughs> yeah that she was able to find an organization and i, I was I, mean, I was saying to phil i said like the thing is, is that now there's no boundaries and, mm -hmm. and COVID exasperated that mm -hmm. because people were working from home. They wanted to make sure that their boss thought that they were working. Correct. And so they're always, you know, answering things. But the, the more frequently that you respond and different times of day, you actually train the people who are sending you these emails that you are going to respond to them in that fashion. And then at that, at the yeah, at that uh, rate, that rate. Thank you. That's mm -hmm. what I was looking for. And I said, I mean, Phil does not look at his email after like I think it's seven o'clock. Eight. He usually gets home at seven, so around eight o'clock, he puts his phone down. He doesn't look at it. His mm -hmm. boss sometimes phones him at ten thirty, eleven at night, and he only knows because he's phoned twice, and so it comes through the phone. Right, right, right. Silent. To ask something. Or to, you know, say like something that he's not going to do anything about tonight. But, but it's like now this person is like going, getting ready for the end of the day and wants yeah. to go to bed. And this is what is playing in their head, you know. Yeah. And there's nothing that is that important that cannot wait until tomorrow. No. Because, you know, as far as like with banking, nothing is open and operating anyway. Yeah, at that time of night anyway, yeah. 
you know, yeah. and, and people need to have that downtime, which she also talks about to have the attention span to be able to put to the work without having like, you know, 18 hours of the day mm. where this is all you're being bombarded with. That's and amazing. yeah. So anyways, it was, it, the book sounds very, very good, the but book it does sounds excellent. Doesn't come out till January 10th, I think. Okay. Well, yeah. it might be one of my yeah. first 2023 purchases. Yeah. That sounds so great. I do know a couple of things about multitasking from, you know, various things that I've read and watched and, and, and heard. And one is that the idea of being able to attend to two things at the same time is actually false, right? That, that we don't actually multitask when we think we're multitasking, what we're doing is switching back and forth, but like we're task Correct. switching, right? Yes. So I'm switching back and forth between this and that. And, and some people are better at doing that than others, but, but the, the, the idea of multitasking is a myth. And then the other thing is what you said, and I know this too, that every time we switch from task to task, there requires like a little, like, I would say like a little debrief and then a little, yes. like, and then a little amp yeah. up again. Right. So, yeah. so you lose momentum. Yes. when you stop and then you have to gain momentum again to get started again. So Correct. I, I 100% know yeah. that. Yeah. The, the, actually, I was just thinking about that. And I remember from the running room having a, uh, I think it was the half marathon coach and the learn to run and the, the running room method methodology is like, right, running up to, you learn to run at 10 minutes increments, and then you walk mm -hmm. for a minute, then you run and you walk. Yeah. And how there's varying uh, opinions on whether or not that is a pro more productive, oh, yeah. energy efficient way of doing it than just continuing to run. Right. And it's, this coach, he said he did not really buy into it. And then he tried it and he said he ended up finishing behind the person he had started the race with, his running companion. And she did 10 and ones and he was running because you do after that 10 minutes, get that one minute to gather back up the, the energy, right, the stamina and the energy and start yeah. over again. Yeah, because when you don't have that forced increment of time, mm -hmm. you will always push yourself until the very, like the very time when you need, and you're already at a deficit at that point. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, which, interesting. which is interesting because, you know, you and I've run many races and we've seen people doing both. Yes. Well, and I've even, I will never forget the very first, the very first 10K I did. It, we went to, it was at a golf course. Yes. Yes. And you, you guys were running, you were running a different race from me. Yes, we were. And, and I remember because there was someone that I kept like passing and then he would pass me and then I would pass him and then he would pass me. And it was like the whole race. And, 
and he was running steadily and I was doing 10 and ones and I did uh, hit the, the finish line before he did. Yeah. <laughs> it's also better for your recovery too, because you haven't pushed your body necessarily at the same rate. Right, um, right, right. I mean, and let's just be honest. I've, I, anyone that can do that is like, I, I don't know how people do it, but yeah. <laughs> that was the thing that, that was the thing that kept me in the beginning from even thinking about, it. I'm like, I can't just keep running. No, like, it's, but to you know, know that every I, 10 minutes you get a little one minute break, uh-huh. you're like, okay, well I can run for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Until you're at 39 K. <laughs> and then you're like, <laughs> I know. And then you're like, I cannot run one more step. <laughs> Very interesting. All of these concepts. Yeah, I. It's interesting. It's, uh, yeah, I'm really into it. Yeah, um, I've been really appreciating too some of the shorter podcasts where it's like 20 or 30 minutes, and it's just mm-hmm. like a little bit of like an information drop. Bloop, got right to the point, and they just kind of dropped it, and you're like, yes, thank you very much. I'll just take that. Yeah, that that little <laughs> nugget of wisdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it does, it does foster conversation around it. You know, I mean, whether I get to have the opportunity to speak to you, whether it's through like a message or whatever, yeah. or Phil, you know, and, and be like, huh, have you ever heard about, you know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I find some of this stuff, it just seems very, very interesting. Anyway. Okay. Now, Hanny. Yes. This thinking about, I love it this time of year to be thinking about, you know, things like looking at the kind of a year in review mm-hmm. thinking about you know the things that have uh, happened accomplishments how you feel about certain things and then what what it is that we're looking forward to for next year mm-hmm. um things that you maybe want to leave behind that's what i i actually do like at the thing. did you always do that like your whole life has this time of year always been like time for a year re- in review time for thinking ahead or is this something relatively recent no this is 100% because of ww okay it 100% it was pro- i don't know if it was something that was a topic a weekly topic mm-hmm. when I was working definitely sparked right. that um, and like to think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that, you know, whether for, for anyone, I think it's good for all of us to think about year and then think about the things that maybe we want to just leave behind in 2022 mm-hmm. and not carry forward. Mm-hmm. And that can be challenging, mm-hmm. you know, and some things are easier than others. But I was thinking about this year and like a lot of stuff has happened. Like mm. I'm thinking I began the year with having my ankle surgery. Yeah. Like that was the 8th of January. I had that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then there yeah. was like the recovery through that. Yeah. Then there was... um you know, the, the wedding plans and then the wedding. And, and then, you know, thinking about the Brock, he, he got married. He, you know, uh, was able to, to get a job with a fire department finished and graduated and is now like fulfilled that, you know, like it's just, it's amazing to think that sometimes a year feels like a short period of time, but 
it really isn't like a lot of things happen. Cause sometimes we get into, like I find for me, sometimes the weeks just go by very quickly, mm-hmm. but then you think back and I'm like, Oh yeah, my God, that was this year. Or was yeah. that last year that yeah. it had happened? You know, it's so bad. Sandy It's so bad. You know, and I think like it was something that just happened last year, and then I realized it actually happened four years ago. Like that yes. also happens. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, I, I, I mean, it's for me. I, I this, I think about you know. Here's the other thing. You think about okay, we had you know we had the whole COVID situation. Mm-hmm. And at the time, sometimes when things are happening or we're coming out of it, you're you're thinking about how terrible it is and just, you know, all of these feelings. And then you get a year out of like past it where Mm -hmm. things have really sort of um, picked back up. Mm. And then you don't even remember how those things felt. Yeah. During that time. Yeah. Yep. And you're like, what the hell were you worried about it for yeah. so long? Yeah. Like, why did I allow it to occupy so much of my space, my energy? Yes, I, I understand that feeling exactly. It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. Anyway, I, I for me, I think this year, the things that I want to leave behind, mm-hmm. I want to just leave behind, um, I don't even know. I thought I knew. I, have a- <laughs> I love I love it <laughs> okay well you go you, you why, don't, why don't you start start maybe maybe it's an easier question to say <laughs> rather than the stuff you want to leave behind what about when you look back at your year from January yeah. to December yeah is there something that you are like maybe Maybe let's start with something that you're especially proud of. Well, for myself, I don't know. What I I don't know that necessarily. Okay, maybe maybe that I continued to um, go and see a therapist and really tried to work on some of the the things that continue to affect me in a way about how I feel about myself yeah. that. And, and it's not that I've necessarily made a lot of progress with it, but that I'm not afraid to actually talk about it as that's, much as I do. That's huge. With even, even the discussions that I have with Phil about things. Like I, I just recently told him, I said, you know that like for the first 12 or 13 years of, of our marriage that I was always like, there was always a part of me that was just like, you're at some point you're going to leave me. Mm-hmm. Like a ridiculous thought. Yeah. Now I now I don't have that. But no. what, what I don't know really know. I think I actually do think I know what changed is because once I stopped working full time and I became fully like dependent financially, basically, oh. without having that, is that I actually stopped worrying about it as much as I did before, which makes no sense. That is very, it feels like that's backwards thinking. I wow. don't know. Okay. I know. Weird. Okay. Weird. Um, but anyways, so I would say that that's what I'm proud of. I'm proud of the fact that I've actually that. continued um, 
and that I've, I've had some hard conversations with family members Mm -hmm. that even though I knew that, 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 that it was probably going to be very, not only hard for me to ask the questions or to say what I needed to say, but more so to hear what I was going to hear and to process that. And so that's Mm -hmm. been uh, very challenging. And there was one particularly hard conversation that I didn't think I would recover from. And yet here I am. Here you are. Five months later. Yeah. You know, after you have time to like really think about things. That's a a great thing to be proud of. You know. And what about when you look back at the year, something that you're really like something that you're really happy you did or something that was like super fun super fun oh my goodness I have enjoyed that that we've been able to to like Phil and I've been able to do more travel within Peru and really take advantage of long weekends and things like that because we had lost that time during the pandemic without being able to do that and part of I mean that's 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 the that's one of the advantages of taking an assignment and living outside of the country is that you are able to explore and to see a different part of the world that you probably in a in a way that you wouldn't have been able to do it before yeah. and so to have only had things that you felt like you gave up and that were trapped and not being able to actually enjoy those things felt like a bit of a bummer so that's been good um that's been good I have actually this past year we've had we've had people come to visit I'm glad that my dad was able to come visit I would say you know to see um my friend Monica that I hadn't seen in a long time and so that was really nice to have her come here and for us to be able to share that um and uh that um I've spent I I did get to go back to Canada. I went back quite a few uh, for a a lot of times this year. And so that's always nice. And spending time with my granddaughters and that um, has also been, has also been good um, where I can actually spend some quality time with them. But, you know, as far as things like um, weight wise and body wise, Mm. there's been a lot of, this is probably the most challenging year that I've ever had because there's been a lot of things, not just, menopause, but also the physical things. So I had the ankle surgery recover. Then I've got a herniated disc. I've had to, um, I'm proud of myself for making the decision just to put to rest about giving up running um, because that was really very difficult as, you know, and I don't know why, but I just, there's a lot of reasons why, but anyway. but it was really taking up a lot of energy and like thinking, oh, I'll just try next week. Oh, but I'll be able to do it here and there. And then when you finally come to any kind of decision like that you're making, it's like, okay, that's good. I feel like we're going to come back to that conversation next week because I already have a have an idea of what we're going to talk about next week. And I think that's going to fit really nicely in there. Okay. Okay. So that was a good that was a good primer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, as far as my weight this year with medicines and medications and and I don't know, even though I feel like it doesn't matter what I've tried to do, I had, I've put on a little bit of weight and that makes me feel really yucky. And, and so that's really messy. 
That's yeah. been really messy That's this good. year. And it continues to be because I still want to be able to enjoy some of the, my life without being excessive and then feel annoyed because I can't just do that without feeling like I've taken a step backwards, you know, yeah. and then, and so, you know, I, it'll be at the end of the day, it'll be fine. It's fine. You know, I mean, I'm glad I did the surgery here. I do not. That's one thing I'm proud of is that decision and not regretting that I did that. Yeah. Because it had to be done. And once I'm in Canada, I would have been waiting years to have that surgery done. Yes. And so now it's done. Now it's done. Now it's yeah, done. Can move but, forward. Yeah. So you're, so you're leaving that behind. I'm leaving that behind. <laughs> and moving yes. forward from there. Yes. And moving forward into what I would I'm going to carry forward is continuing um, to see my therapist and um, really working on um, some of the things that trigger me to make me feel. Um, less than about different relationships in my life mm -hmm. um because i'm just sick and tired of feeling like that yeah this gets to be like ugh, maddening <laughs> yes that's a that's a great word <laughs> that sounds yeah. great anyway how about you well when i think of my year i think I think the thing, I think the thing that I'm the most proud of this year is finally getting back to my goal weight and being, mm. being at my goal, well, being under my goal weight and being very content with, with where my weight is right now and how I feel in my body. Um, and I know, I remember saying last year at this time, like, you know, moving into 2022, I want to, you know, stop playing around with these same pounds and just, you know, do it. And yeah. for the first few months, I did not, but, you know, sort of got my act together in April and, and got things going. And, and so it's been so, it just feels so good to feel good in your body, you yeah. know? So, so I'm very proud about that. Um, I, and when I think of things that have been like super fun moments for me or like things that I'm really happy that I did this year, uh, I've been, you know, really great about like pretty much sticking to like biweekly hikes with Steph and then yeah. with you too when you've been, when you've been here and that makes me very happy. Like I, I really, I do genuinely like to walk outside, like to be mm. outdoors and not necessarily to just be outdoors, but to be like in motion outdoors, you know, like to, to be going for a walk, going for a hike, doing whatever. I, I genuinely like that. And I appreciate that, that, uh, I appreciate the fresh air and the, you know, just the, the movement and the, the social aspect of it. So I'm yeah. really like, that's been a really happy, fun thing for me. I also, um, I also, yeah, I also am really pleased that I made the decision to do some stage managing this past summer. Yeah. Um, you know, jump back into the theater scene, which I hadn't been, I hadn't done in almost a decade. And I was a little hesitant about, 
volunteering to do it and I had a really great time doing that. Had a super, super fun time um, when Tim came with his partner and we had a great uh, week and a half together. We did so many fun things. Like it's, I've had a lot of really like fun times. Yeah. This, this year. Yeah. And it's, and it's like you said, you know, that you, you almost forget that all those things happened. And then when you really start thinking about it, it's like, oh, wow, like I really did a lot of things this year, you know, and, and had yeah. a lot of fun and, and felt good doing it. That's the, mm -hmm. that's the key, right? Yeah. So, so I've been really, yeah, I've been really, I've been really happy thinking, like thinking back on the year I've been really happy with a lot of a lot of things going on in my life outside of work <laughs> yeah work work has been rough it was I was so proud to have made it through the school year last year and to have put that school year behind me in June and turns out that the school year has not been so great either so yeah like looking <laughs> looking forward into 2023 knowing that I'm you know stuck in this until June feels like a long time but you know I'm I, I foresee some major changes yeah in, in my life in 2023 so I'm excited about that yeah well you also celebrate a big birthday next year I do yeah, so I mean, 2023, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a big year. Oh yeah, you're just like jumping into the 40s, baby. <laughs> With both feet. <laughs> you are, you are, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And I mean, I'm looking forward to you, you coming to visit me here, which is gonna be so fun. Very much looking forward to that. Yeah, that's gonna Super. be fun. So yeah. Super excited about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I've got lots of visitors already coming, so that's that's always good to start to start things, but uh, start of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny how how the year can sort of slip by. I always find the last couple of months just kind of go by very quickly, and then you're just like, oh, okay, here we go. Um, when you think about 2023, do you have specific like goals for yourself for like things that you want to accomplish or things that you want to do or do you have a general like you know way of thinking or something that you you're like I want to sort of approach everything this year like this or you know have mm. you really thought about anything like that um, not necessarily, but I, I do like, I'm, I'm really, you know, thinking, okay, once, you know, getting into next year, I mean, I really hope that, you know, all, all the stars and, and everything are aligned properly and that we, we make the move, you know, out of Peru. I mean, even Phil is saying like, you know, it's run its course for both mm -hmm. of us, not just okay. for me. Um, and so I, I, you know, really want that be to go back to Canada yeah. um, and so that would be great um, you know Phil and I celebrate our 25th wedding anniversary next year so yeah. there's a there's a big trip being planned um, around that to celebrate that okay. and um, 
Yeah, I mean, as far as my like health and and that, I really hope that that maybe the medication, mm. um, the side effects and everything, like maybe that will all like everything will have like kind of tapered off a little bit. Mm. Um, you know, the other thing I have been really happy with is that even though I like I do give up running that. I wanted to replace it with something else. So I did add an extra day with the trainer and I mm-hmm. do it by myself, not with Phil. And it's in the afternoon, which is all of that is new to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, because afternoons, like your body feels different in the afternoon yeah. than it does a quarter to six in the morning when you're out doing things. But I, 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 I approach every week with thinking, okay, remember what it was like when you were running and then how good it feels at the end when you're done. Like that is how I feel at the end. I feel super strong and I feel like super badass and everything about it. Um, and so, yeah, so I would, I would like to, to try and incorporate something, something, another activity. I just don't know quite what it is. Mm -hmm. I, I also really want to try to make like have, more of a positive outlook on the year and on the like every day like I really hope that with the stuff that's happened in the last year that the weather isn't going to affect me as much here you know I mean perfect scenario would be that we would be gone out of here before winter hits I don't have another winter (laughs) in Peru that would be uh-huh. amazing. Yeah. So if you could pick and choose exactly how things, just throw that out into the universe. Exactly. <laughs> I like exactly. it. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I love it. You know what yeah. I was thinking about something? I mean, I have some some significant things in my life that I'm planning for next year. I'm definitely considering a, a move of schools I'm I'm considering a move of homes you know like there's lots sort of big stuff on the on the horizon for me but but I was thinking even of like I was thinking of little like little tiny things too this is this is literally a thought that I had this morning so as you know I'm relatively lazy when it comes to things that just don't seem that important like opening my blinds you know or you know whatever like whatever it might be and and so I often don't change things very regularly because I just can't be bothered and so one of the things that I never change is the photo on my phone like on my home screen okay I just can't be bothered So it's always the same photo and it's been the same photo for like years. And, and so in the summer, I changed the photo finally after years. Like, I think, I think I had a photo from 2018 as my, (laughs) as my home screen. And so in the summertime, I changed it. And then I was really happy with it. Like every time I saw my, every time I saw my phone, I was like, oh, isn't that a nice picture? Like, oh, I really like that. Well, I just changed the picture on my phone again yesterday. Okay. And every time I pick up my phone and I see this new picture, I'm like, oh, I really like that new picture. Like, and so I think what I need to, I think here, I'm making a goal for myself for 2023. I think I need to change the photo on my phone like 
I'm not going to go crazy. Maybe I'm going to say every month. Every month, I'm going to change the picture on my phone. Okay. And I think that's going to bring me a lot. Of, I think it's going to bring me a lot of joy. I, it sounds so ridiculous, but I'm telling you, every time I picked up my phone in the summertime, when I first like changed the photo, I was like, oh, I really like that photo. And I, and every time I pick up my phone today, I've been really pleased with it. Like it makes me smile to see the new picture. And so, yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah, my that's my okay. silly, insignificant, and yet very significant goal for 2023. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I I I don't change mine super frequently, but I do change it frequently. And right now, I have a really nice photo. It was when my dad was visiting here, and and it, it it's us like walking down. We're both smiling, and Phil had taken a photo of the two of us. But I just love it, and like I'm looking at it right now, and it really right. make, it just makes me smile. I just right. like it a lot. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I mean, you started, you said like things that aren't important that you're lazy with, but it's not, it's things that are important to you and everyone has things that are important to them. Right. That, you know, I mean, I I actually thought you were really going to go crazy, Henny, and say you were going to open your blinds every morning. No, I I honestly thought, I thought she's lost her mind. She's lost her mind. What a piece of time. You know what? Something I'm going to take with me into 2023. Yeah. Like Dyson. (laughs) <laughs> it's in bed with her we need, we need dyson to sponsor this podcast because i'm telling i tell everyone about my dyson i just love it so much <laughs> Henny, henny's spooning her dyson <laughs> sometimes i'm just like can i just have like my my weekly dyson appreciation text here it is i just love it <laughs> Every time I use it, I'm like, oh, this is so fun. I love it. I love it. I love I love a clean floor. And when the floor can be clean easily, it's even better. Funny, funny, funny. Funny how different things, you know, tickle us in different ways. Absolutely. Well, it's, I just was thinking about it because you said, you know, that, that it's what people find important is different, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And even within myself, like, there are things that don't really make sense. Like, it makes, <laughs> like... It is so important that the floor is clean, but like, I, I don't care about the windows. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. so, so there's a little bit of a, a disconnect there, I'm sure. But yeah. Yeah. Hey, if we were all the same, honey, can you imagine how boring this whole world would be? <sighs> I mean, if we were all like me, things would <laughs> run a whole lot more efficiently. <laughs> 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 A whole lot of dirty windows and closed blinds. (laughs) A whole lot of dirty windows and clean floors. (laughs) We don't need a we don't need a world full of me. That's for sure. No, no. Oh goodness me, goodness me. Too too much of a good thing. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) There's a speaking of like new podcasts that I've been listening to. There's a there was a, a brand new podcast that just started, I think, last week. They only have two episodes. And they're still, like, very much feeling, like, feeling it out. Like, figuring out sort of what their dynamic is with each other and, like, how exactly the podcast is going to flow. So I think the first episode was a little, like, choppy. The The second episode I just listened to t- uh, today, and it was quite fun. And so I think it's, I think it's going to be very good. 
and it's called Normalize This. And I know of it because the, one of the co-hosts is a former figure skater, Adam Ripon, who I love and I follow him on social media and he's a real fun follow. He's always doing silly things. And, but he and his, and the, the woman that he hosts the podcast with, the whole idea is for them to like talk about things in society and in popular culture and decide if it should be normalized or not, or like if there are things that are considered normal that shouldn't be, or things that, mm. you know, that should be, you know, and, and this week's episode was all about the holidays and like what should be normalized about the holidays and what shouldn't be. And, and they were, okay. and they were talking about a lot of the things that we talked about in the last couple of weeks, you know, that, you know, we have to normalize, like, you know, you know, maybe people traveling on, on Christmas or, you mm. know, people like, um, you know, we should normalize people building their own traditions instead of just doing what they always did, yeah. or, you know, like all these different mm -hmm. things. And, and so I feel like, uh, there are going to be some interesting things coming from them. So I'm curious to see sort of where they go with it, but I like this idea of like, critiquing I guess thing the way that life runs and yeah. you know and and sort of deciding between the two of them like is is this something that we should be okay with this is the way it goes or yeah. you know how should things run differently or yeah, yeah so I, I feel like I feel like we need to normalize leaving the blinds closed <laughs> okay <laughs> Uh, I think you've already normalized leaving the blinds. Well, for myself, I sure have. For myself, I sure have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, now I'm looking at normalize this. Okay, here we go. I've got it. Yeah, I would, if I, I wouldn't bother listening to the first episode. I, it was a little, it was a little clunky. But the second episode, yeah. the one about holidays was quite holidays? fun. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Fun. Perfect, and I'm perfect. not, I'll have to look up the, the co-host name. She's, she's quite funny yeah. also. Um, so between the two of them, like they're, they're, they're like, yeah, no, it's, it's good. It's, it, I, I think, I think it's going to be really great. Yeah. So yeah. Her name's Danielle Young. Yes. Danielle Young. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Because every time he like says like talks to her, he uses her full name, and she's and and like at one point she's like, "You can stop calling me by my last name too." And he, but he just <laughs> continues to do it. It's quite funny. <laughs> He's like, "Yes, Danielle Young." <laughs> like, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> So, oh goodness me goodness me i mean oh there's lots lots of food for thought out there yeah, for, absolutely absolutely but, there are. um yeah but i think yeah i'm excited i'm excited about the new year yeah um at the time that that this podcast is coming this episode is coming out we'll only be a few days away yes and yeah, I would encourage our listeners to, you know, to sort of decide for themselves, like, what was the thing that you're the most proud of, of this past year? And what was the thing that was, like, the the happiest or the most fun? That was, yeah, a, that yeah. was a good way of, of thinking about the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, thinking about, you know, what is it that you want to just leave behind in 2022 and not take forward with you? All right, Samuel. Well, 
I'm going to take you with me into 2023. Well, good, because I was that lint in your pocket, so I know. <laughs> I can't, can't, can't get rid of it if I That's want right. it. Yeah. <laughs> you need to try one of those, like, lint things, you know, the little machines that you put the batteries in and it, like, take the fuzz off of stuff. <laughs> like you could just collect me. <laughs> no, don't you know they were, like, electric? They had, like, little... You don't know what that is? Oh my goodness, no. I have to send you an image of what that is. <laughs> Amazing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, Sandy, oh. I will see you next year. Oh my goodness, you, you will see me next year. It sounds great. All right, friend. Oh, thanks for listening and thanks for the chat, honey. All right, bye. That was the highlight of my week. <laughs> yeah, me too. All right, bye.